the house beckons the spirit. Helen, are, are you there? What am I doing here? Remind me again. Why am I here? Ah, please, you didn't leave, did you? Helen, please stay. With a long breath, barely more than a sigh, it answered. Arthur. I feel the breath against my face. The breeze, but it's cold. I jump awake. Helen! I notice the window is open and it's dark outside. My notebook drops on the floor. A long party at night. I close the window and take a seat, again with a big sigh. At least I finished the sandwich, but... Where were we? I continue to write down the vision I saw in the fire. Barely ten minutes in, the tall man enters. The fridge has been stocked, the kitchen is clean, and the tap is running clean water too. Uh, you should be sitting here for the next few days. I reply, uh, uh, Thanks for the help. I, I should just be fine. The man smiles and leaves. I continue to write as time approaches midnight. It's getting late. The nap just happened to me, and now, here alone in this house, hidden in the woods, I feel uncomfortable. Restless, I look around, I go through the house, I exit the room, to my right the window looking out to the forest. No more than various shades of dark, the crescent moon casting a little more than the little light that is left, varying shades of dark blue. To my left the hallway, a light from the living room, the fire still burned. The gentle crackling of the wood, a comforting sound. The subtle pulsation of the fire plays a slow waltz of light on the walls, a long, steady gradient from deep orange to dark blue. And as I get closer to the living room, the light grows brighter and the sounds louder. I sit on the couch, I become restless, my breathing heavy and fast. I lean over forward and try to capture myself. Barely a sound, as though it's carried through the fire. A hand pushes on my shoulder. It feels warm. It feels like Helen, as though it could be her. Arthur, relax. Try to let go. I'm not sure these are voices, echoes. I don't know what they are. Are they figments of my own imagination? I'm puzzled, I listen. I obey. I lay back on the couch. Something brushes on my left leg and my right. The whisper is so close. I feel a warm breath down my neck to the left. I smile, close my eyes and lean into the warmth. The fire is warm, but this is so much more intimate. A tear rolls over my cheek. Helen, why do you do this? I barely move my lips. I don't think I even actually made a sound. Arthur, you're so tense, you're so tired, just let go. I nod off and fall asleep again. I dream of when Helen and I were at home a year ago, we two had a fireplace, we'd sit there and watch it. We'd whisper our days and our wishes into the fire. We'd lie there, together, cuddled against each other. We'd start laughing for no reason, then go back to cuddling and just watch the fire for hours. At other times, we would talk and live our lives like any other people, but something always felt different when we sat there to enjoy the fire. 
It provided a comfort beyond its heat. It provided sounds and smells to keep us mesmerized. It was where we felt safe and at ease, gazing into the endless play of flames. That day, Helen told me, Arthur, I can see the future in the fire the same way you see the past. These memories you think you, they have, they are visions of the past. You'll, you'll know what I mean soon enough. She continued, There's a house in a town nearby, a house hidden in the forests. I'll, I'll, I'll die there. It will be a death nobody can understand, and one I don't really understand either. But I'll make sure there's a fire there, and that you can help me with that. Struck. There's not much more I could say other than stumble over. Uh, uh, I... It's okay, Arthur. For as long as I could see the fire, I could see this moment. It'll all make sense in the end. Now, go. Please just get some sleep. I fell asleep, sobbing, missing her already. And as I fell asleep in the dream, a sudden cold came over me. The fire had gone out during the night, and the sun had announced the start of the day. The trees outside were covered in a light fog. Everything looks moist and cold. A sense of loss came over me, and I cried. Last night's dream, the memories it contained, it, it overwhelmed me. Then there was time for breakfast, warm coffee, and as I collected myself, I was reminded by what Helen said. Let go of me. Oh, it was never her in the visions I had before. They were vague shapes, perhaps some something I didn't want to see. Helen came here of her own accord. Not that she willed it to be this way, she simply followed her fate. The fire was lit again. I sat on the couch, sternly watching the fire. The same evening came back, the laughing, the dancing. Young people in elegant dresses, masked, laughing, dancing. The vague moments now manifest, the smell of weed in the air table with a bowl filled with white powder, another filled with colorful pills. The conversation itself became more tangible too. Stories of drugs and promiscuity. Then I saw Helen, masked as she was. I could still recognize her. Her laugh, I could pick it out one in a million. A confirmation of what she said a year ago. The vision shifted. The morning followed. I found out that the figures weren't all sleeping. I find Helen as I would eventually hear the story from her parents. Draped over a large rock outside, passed away. Then she speaks. Arthur, I'm so sorry you have to see this. I hope you enjoyed this narration. For more stories or other information, please visit carliswriting.wordpress.com. That is carl with a K is writing.wordpress.com. Thank you and have a nice day.